Hello and welcome to the Inner Work Conversation. I'm Nikki Cross and I have been a doofus. One of the things that I meant to do in this episode, by the way, this is me from the future. You, <laughs> I have listened back to this episode you're about to listen to and I've realized that one of the things that I meant to do in this episode was share people's feedback So I'm just going to do that before we get into the episode and then I'm going to play the episode for you. So today we're talking all about the Thrive First Method. You're going to learn about everything that it is, everything that it is not, and what questions you are best asking yourself to genuinely make an informed decision as to whether this is the right service for you. Before we get into that though, let me just tell you what people have been saying who are inside the Thrive First Method already. So the questions, what do you love the most about the Thrive First Method? What do you get the most value from? So I'm not going to read all of the answers, but I've got things like um, the coffee chat, the combination of the coffee chat and hour one, which I'm going to be talking all about in this episode today. Um, next person says the combination of zoom out, wrapping up my week, hour one, having the tools to look at things differently and see see unsupportive habits and behaviors, knowing that I'm not alone in the way that I think and feel sometimes, getting the tools to constantly support myself in going about business. And then the last, um, the last answer here is the support from you in the group. The method is amazing and I really love it. But the real gold for me is being in all of the live sessions and feeling like I finally found my people. Oh, I love that so much. Next question. What shifts and changes have you made as a result of practicing the method? I actually think this is a really important question to be answered in this episode. That's why I can't believe I didn't just record it in, bake it into the episode. What an absolute doofus, but you're hearing it up front. So the answers are, Um, I'm building in more buffer time, more obligation-free time, feeling more in control and less stressed. I'm running my day rather than it running me. Next answer. I've got a completely new way of working. I'm not being busy because I should be. I'm actually now adding in, thriving, auditing what's in my calendar, not just going along with things and being a martyr about it, being discerning about my actual do list, being brave and advocating for myself in wanting to continue my own evolution learning how to honor myself and be kind to myself and compassionate to myself, learning how it doesn't take for me to be a bitch to myself to get things done, being less reactive to situations. I've had massive shifts. These are people's words, by the way, this isn't me. I've had massive shifts. It's a true work in progress and I'm learning all the time, but I've seen it affect the way I manage myself, the people I work with, how I develop myself as a leader in business. In my personal life, it's prioritized thriving more. Again, I'm still learning and evolving. It's a process and a practice, but I'm prioritizing my health, my well-being, which is basically meant since January, I've lost three stone and the fittest and healthiest I've ever been. Whoop, whoop. Um, there's other questions that I'm just wondering about reading out to you or should I just crack on with the episode? Um, no, last, this is important. Listen to this one. What would you say to someone new joining the Thrive First Method? Try to give a positive and a constructive thing for them to consider and know. Here's what they've got to say to you. So this whole episode is about the Thrive First Method and you making an informed choice. So these questions, these answers to these questions are really important. Here's what they've got to say to you. On the positive side, you'll get so much out of this and feel like you are using your time intentionally and feel stronger within yourself. I would like you to consider that you have to be prepared to do the inner work in order to get the most out of the method. The next answer says, you won't feel alone in your journey of self-discovery. You will come to realize that you're not odd or abnormal for thinking or feeling things that you do. You will feel supported and part of a community. And then she goes on to say, this is a practice and it will take time. Do not expect 
Do not expect overnight to be fixed in inverted commas. Instead, expect to keep going and to realize there was nothing to fix in the first place. And then the last answer says, do it, join. It will change your life. But here's the but, be prepared to do the work. It's easy to sign up for stuff and be passive in engaging. The Thrive First method requires your full participation and engagement to get the most out of it. And you know what? I completely agree with everything that they've said. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. (laughs) Let's get into the episode. I hope I've answered all of your questions, but if I haven't, then you can go to tlb.org.uk, stands for Thrive Life and Business.org.uk. Um, and head over to the Thrive First Method there. There's loads of information, Q&A, information about the seven-day money-back guarantee, um, or just book in an inquiry call. I'm really friendly. You can just book in an inquiry call. We can have an informal chat. But without further ado, here is the actual episode. Hello and welcome to the Inner Work Conversation. I am Nikki Cross and today I want to do an episode purely dedicated to the Thrive First Method. Now, I do want to say something up front. Um, so that's what this episode is going to be about. If you're not interested in the slightest in the program that I run, the Thrive First Method, now is your cue to go and jump to another episode of mine because that's what this one's going to be all about. Um, I do want to mention something before I get started. I have changed my mind and I think that it's a really important thing to flag at the beginning of this episode. I'm going to tell you what that was. I'm going to tell you why that is and I'm going to tell you how I feel about it. I was opening the Thrive First Method doors up until the 30th of September. And from the conversations and the inquiry calls that I've been having, I first want to say that I'm not going to close the doors on the 30th of September. And here's why. I want, and it's a powerful decision change, by the way. And I just want to really flag that and point that out. I was having these inquiry calls with you guys where we were talking about the Thrive First Method and part of the reason that you'd booked in was because I was closing the doors on the 30th of September and therefore there was a limited time to join. Now, the reason why I was going to close the doors on the 30th of September is simply because I felt like it might have been a better onboarding experience to take people in as a cohort that's not really the case. You come in as individuals, you've got your own individual reasons for joining. And therefore, what I then went on to realize was the only reason that I was going along with closing the doors on the 30th is simply because that's what I'd said out loud. So it's got to this point, I'm recording this on the 22nd, where I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, you know what? I actually love just allowing you guys to have the opportunity to join the Thrive First Method when it feels right to you. Now, there's something in my um, in my mind wanting to talk about, like, why do people put uh, deadlines on things? Why do people, when they're selling something or when they're promoting something, why do people put a deadline on it? People put a deadline on it sometimes because there's a real reason. For example, because it makes sense to take people in cohort by cohort. That's a real reason. Other times, people put deadlines on things for, to create urgency, to create, you know, a deadline so that you need to decide by this point, are you in or are you out? Are you getting on the bus or are you getting off the bus and waiting for the bus to come around again? And, um, I just want to say that I'm not wanting you to make a decision to work with me from that place. I do think that there is urgency and I am going to talk about that urgency in today's episode. Um, I'm going to start the episode by talking about that urgency, but I don't want that to be it. What I'm saying here at the top of the episode is, if you are considering working with me, 
I don't want a deadline to be the reason that is pushing you to make that choice, that is pushing you and creating urgency when there's actually no business reason for me to have you create that urgency to consider whether you want to work with me in this way or not. So all that said, the doors are staying open past the 30th of September, but let me tell you what the real urgency about your decision is. I'm going to ask you a few questions now. And then I'm going to get into the episode talking about what the Thrive First Method is and answering some of your questions. But just to create the type of urgency that I want to create within you, let me ask you a few questions to help you decide whether you should join the Thrive First Method or not. First question, do you actually want to learn how to get out of your own way? I have done so many fucking podcast episodes on getting out of your own way, stopping catastrophizing limiting the amount of self-doubt that roars that you actually follow, um, how to stop people pleasing. So many different topics that are actually all wrapped up and covered and not just covered, you actually learn in the Thrive First Method how to get out of your own way. So my first question, I want you maybe pause the episode here and have a think about it is, do you want to learn how to get out of your own way through a practice? So it's not through a workshop. I'm not going to be telling you how to do it. You're going to be changing the way you interact with yourself, the way you use your time, the way you stand behind your decisions, the way you make decisions, the way you speak to yourself, the way you treat yourself, the way you prioritize thriving first. It's what the whole method is about. I'll talk about that in a bit. It's about all of those things as a practice. And because of that, it's a learned thing to get out of your own way over time. So that's question number one. Number two, Are you completely done with putting off what you really want and convincing yourself that it's just not for you? In the Thrive First Method, one of the things that we do is a zoom out process every single month. And that zoom out process, it helps you to identify focus for the month ahead. And it also helps you, by the way, to take all of the lessons and glean all of the wisdom without self-judgment, without self-criticism on the month before. But just coming back to what you want, So many of us are navigating business and walking around our own lives, being consumed and having our focus and energy drained like a fucking vampire on things that we don't want and trying to solve problems that are less relevant in the scheme of our own world when we consider what do I want. I recently had this conversation with um, a Thrive First Method member the other day where we were talking about a problem that she was trying to solve in her business. And it was, it was a, should I do this or should I do that? I don't really know what to do. And she was going into like, I've done a bit of research and I've done a bit of comparison um, on this, 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 and looking at all of the people. And it's like, hang on a minute, let's just come back to what you want. And what we often find as we're navigating through businesses, we take ourselves down these rabbit holes and we spend a lot of time and a lot of attention and a lot of energy because we've gone down a route of trying to solve for avoiding what we think could go wrong, as opposed to focusing on what do we actually want to happen and how can we consciously and actively take steps and be an active participant in cultivating the steps towards creating what you actually want. Most people, when they come to the Thrive First Method, one of the first things that they realize is, I didn't realize how much I didn't know what I want. I didn't realize how much I wasn't appreciating what makes me the unique human that I am 
thrive in my mind, my body, and my spirit. And you best believe that's important because so many of us are walking around business trying to cram as much in. And if we have the opportunity, a little five minute smackerel at the end of a day, we will put in that little walk or that um, journaling time with ourselves. And what I want you to realize is in order to do the things you want to do that require courage or that require discipline, you're going to have to flip that. I like, this is the whole premise of the Thrive First Method right here, flipping that on its head and being like, cool. So that's the hard thing that I need to do. I need to have that difficult conversation or I need to, or I want to, um, go after that thing that's going to require a lot of courage because a lot of self-doubt is going to roar at me as I take the steps to do that thing. Best believe that the way we do it in the Thrive First Method is we start off by asking you, so in order to do that high value activity, what do you need in terms of self-support? So sorry about my phone. What do you need in terms of self-support? And that's one of the first things that we consider. It's flipping it on its head completely most of the time we wander into the things that require courage and discipline and we're not able to bring ourselves to do them. And then we ask ourselves, what's wrong with me? There's fuck all wrong with you. You've just been going about it wrong. That's the next question. Next question. Do you love the inner work conversation? Hello, you're listening to it now. Do you love the inner work conversation and wish it was a private podcast with episodes dedicated directly to address your specific challenges? If so, inside the Thrive First Method, I have only just launched this, there is a form that you can fill in whenever you like, and it allows you to dump your shit, your situation, the challenge that you're facing, and I will record a podcast episode that directly answers that specific challenge. So let's say, for example, there is something in business where you're just beating around the bush, you can't bring yourself to do this, and you're coming up against a load of internal drama as to why can't I do this, why can't... I'm going to record a private podcast episode addressing exactly that with all of the things that I want you to consider and linking it back into every single Monday when you come to hour one and you spend the first hour of your week with me planning your week out in a way that serves you as opposed to sabotages you in a way that supports you as opposed to sabotages you. Best believe we're going to be weaving in all of the guidance and all of that advice that you get on that private podcast. So that's the next thing. Next question. Are you ready to understand how to prioritize what makes you thrive? Like I said before, too few people have actually spent any time with what makes them as the unique human that they are thrive. And it is going to be different for you than it is the next person. So as an example, um, one of my clients might go, do you know what? I've realized that I do need naps and I give myself a lot of shame around needing naps and I've been calling myself lazy. Another one of my clients might have ADHD and realizes that the way she needs to do things to navigate her week successfully is actually build in the tools that she's learned about her ADHD so that she doesn't get to the end of the week thinking, what a shit show and why can't I do these things? And and just going back to what I've just said, navigate her week successfully you get to define what success looks like, feels like to you. And what I'm trying to highlight here is this method, this thing that I've created, it's not a one size fits all. It's a set of questions that you answer and then build into your own week, build into the time that you spend with yourself, the time that you spend on the things that matter to you. That's what this is about. So, Yeah, sure, it's a method, but it's not one size fits all. It's not me telling you this is how things are done. It's you 
identifying what you need in your mind for your mental health, the relationship that you have with yourself, the way you speak to yourself when you're identifying what you want. Oh, well, it's not for you. You won't be able to do that. Or yeah, you fucking want that. Go for it. Or um, when things go wrong, you know, oh, well, it will go wrong because it's you. The way you speak to yourself matters. It's taking up your time and energy. It matters. Yeah. How do you thrive in your mind? How do you thrive in your body? How are you treating your vessel as you go through your week? How are you treating your vessel? The vessel, the same vessel that carries you all through your week. How are you treating that with what you consume, what you put into it? And that doesn't just include food and drink. That's also about what you're consuming on social media, what you're consuming in the news and how that's impacting you. Is that making you thrive? And in your spirit, How are you thriving in your spirit? What that means in terms of the Thrive First Method, it's about the connection that you have to your knowing. It's about how connected you feel to your own spirit, your own knowing, your own intuition, and how strongly you're able to base your trust on what you know to be true, as opposed to continually trying to outsource your decisions to the people that you're pedestaling or just wanting someone to tell you what to fucking do because your intuition connection is weak. That's what we're building. Uh, I've gone off on a tangent, but it was a worthwhile one. Next question. Do you want to be seen, heard, understood, and supported in the stuck times and get support through them? What the Thrive First Method will do is it will hold a mirror up to how you're dealing with the tricky stuff. And at first, I'm not going to lie, at first, this can be difficult for people because what it can do is it can bring about a little bit of, um, I'm going to use the word like sadness, but also compassion. Like one of the things that people realize when they come to the Thrive First Method is, fuck, no wonder I've been finding things so hard because the hard things that I've been trying to navigate, I've been making even harder by the way I've been treating myself, by the way I've been speaking to myself, by the relationship that I have with myself. And in the Thrive First Method, that's exactly what you get supported with. You are seen, you are heard, you are understood. And I cultivate an environment where you are willing to hear yourself. You are willing to see yourself. You are willing to understand yourself. Next question. Does the idea of becoming responsible for the things that bring you success make you feel powerful? Inside the Thrive First Method, one of the things that I cultivate with my clients is ownership, accountability, and taking responsibility for what you want. It's so easy to navigate. It's to feel like you're floating through business. It's so easy for the time to tick on by. This is what I meant at the top of the episode, by the way, when I was talking about the right type of urgency. I don't want you to spend any more time just floating on by, letting things happen, feeling like a victim of the circumstances in life and business, and not feeling like you are an active participant in the way that you navigate your life, in the way that you navigate business, in the way that you're spending your time, in the way you're making choices and decisions. I don't want that for you. I want you to accept, like I do this thing in the Thrive First Method, I'm going to tell you guys about it, where, and I know I've mentioned it on the Inner Conversation too, whereby imagine your whole life is a book and that book, it's got a beautiful cover, like mine is a dark green leather cover, it's gorgeous and it feels nice, right? It's cosy and that, inside that book there's 96 pages because that's how long I hope to live. 
And on each page, each page will have things that are already pre-written in permanent ink. You can't get rid of it. You can't change that writing. And that writing represents all of the life circumstances that just are all of the good things and all of the bad things. So for example, when my son was eight weeks old, my husband went on deal or no deal and we won some money. That would be on that page of whatever year I lived in that year is one of the wonderful things that happened. However, uh, six years ago, my mum passed really suddenly. That would have been something in permanent ink that was written on that page and I don't have any control over it, nor did I have any control over the infertility that I experienced after my firstborn son. Like These are all of the things, the good and the bad, that are written in permanent ink on our pages and each of those pages represents a year of your life. And the space on each of those pages for you to have the pen, for you to be the writer of your own pages. And what I'm willing here is for you to be an active participant. So as opposed to just writing down, well, this happened and that happened and this is shit and that is good. It's instead taking hold of that pen and being like, here's what I want for myself. And you know what? As I flick a few pages down the line, two, three years down the line, here's what I'd love to create for myself. Here's who I'd love to be. Here's how I'd love my inner world to feel. And also here's the kind of external circumstances I'd love to create in life and in business. That's what Zoom Out is about. It's about zooming out just enough to take you so that you can see the woods from the trees, to take you out of current day, because current day can get our minds very, very busy. It can get our minds wanting to go, well, you can't have that because it looks like this current day. Where my feet are currently doesn't look like that. So that's what the whole process of zooming out is about. It's about helping you to connect to the pages that if you just flick on those pages a few, few pages down the line, you're able to zoom out and see and identify what does what does it look like on those wonderful pages of yours? And, and for the things that are written in ink, permanent ink that are shit, how do you hope to be navigating those things? And for the, th- and for the amazing things, how do you hope to be enjoying them? Because I'll tell you what, a lot of the people who come into my world for the first time, I, when, what I experience the majority of the time is they really struggle to enjoy their joy because they're waiting for the other shoe to drop because they don't feel worthy of enjoying their joy because, because, because that's something that we develop together. Next question. Are you so fucking fed up of productivity hacks, tips, and fads that don't work for you? I just want to be really clear on this. The Thrive First Method, yes, we do plan. And yes, there is an element of how you're using your time. But I'm going to be honest, I don't really advocate for getting loads done. If if anything, it's the opposite I don't really care about how much you pack into your weeks. What I'm wanting you to do is is identify that, yeah, sure, like you might work 40 hours or however many hours you work, but time and energy are not the same things. I could spend an hour on one thing that drains me to fuck and I could spend an hour on, so it's the same amount of time on something else that gives me energy, like recording these podcast episodes, gives me energy, it fires me up. I could spend an hour of my time on something that drains me. And it's still an hour. Most people are so busy planning their week in terms of time, they forget that they're a human who has a specific kind of energy and that isn't being accounted for. And that will be accounted for when you practice the Thrive First Method. So there's there's the questions that I want you to answer. And that's the urgency that I want you to create with yourself. If you're listening to this and thinking, do you know what? I don't actually want another day to go by <laughs> where I'm just 
letting the days roll on. I'm not being an active participant in my own life in business too. Join the Thrive First Method. I want to, before I answer some really practical questions, I'm just going to give you the numbers of the episodes that you can go off and listen to after this one um, to hear other people talking about the Thrive First Method because that's always useful, isn't it? Like it's great hearing me talk about it, but you might also want to hear other people talking about it too. So here are the episodes that you might want to um, go ahead and listen to. I'll link them in the show notes as well. So the first one is um, 94. So this one is called Introducing the Thrive First Method. And this one is about how this particular individual used the Thrive First Method to navigate her business journey and change the relationship that she had with herself when it came to um, being hard on herself for taking rest and taking breaks and the sort of this creating safety in that, you know, being able to take breaks and have rest without the guilt, without the feeling like the world's going to come crashing down. The next one is episode 95. So the one straight after that, which is called how to get off the hustle hamster wheel. And this one is in particular with someone who was running, running through business, basically not acknowledging their own energy and not acknowledging what they needed in order to not continually perpetuate cycles of burnout. Next one is episode 96. Um, Don't neglect the little and the simple things that make you thrive. Now, this one is um, this one is with one of my clients who not only runs her own business, but was also completing a PhD at the time of recording this. She's she's completed that PhD now. Amazing Meg, salute. And um, she continues to practice the Thrive First Method with us. So that one is such an interesting listen because what it also does is highlight that you can be doing other study. You can be doing other programs, either like a marketing program or a, um, I don't know, any other program, any other learning or education and be practicing the Thrive First Method because what it's going to do is help you to implement what you're learning. And it's also going to help you in your study and in your commitment to your own development and education. 97 is an episode with someone who is in employment. So we have a mix of people in the Thrive First Method from business owners, small business owners, all the way through to people who are in employment. The one criteria that I would ask you to consider, regardless of whether you're self-employed or in employment, is do you have autonomy over your time? Do you have autonomy over your decisions? If you don't, the Thrive First Method's probably not for you because the thing that you need is to have autonomy over how you spend your time and the decisions that you make. And as long as you've got both of those things, even if you've got a boss that you're responsible for reporting into or someone who is also um, involved in your goal setting, that's okay. It's just really important that if, do you know what? If you're not sure, book an inquiry call in. That's probably the best thing to do. Um, next episode that I'd recommend is 98, a snippet of our one. So you'll hear me talk about Hour One all of the time. I fucking love Hour One. Hour One is something we do at 9.15 every single Monday, UK time, and we run till 9.55. Um, I just love it. It's just the best way to start the week. And also another um, example of hearing my work live is episode 150. So that's hear me work, a replay of a live session. There's a few more like that. If you go on from episode 150, you're probably hearing a few more where I've taken a snippet of me working and then 
put it into an episode, but I'll leave it there. Let me answer. Let me just finish the episode by answering some real direct questions about the Thrive First method. Um, so what do you actually get? I think the, okay, so there's two ways I can answer this question. <laughs> Firstly is like practically, like pragmatically, what do you get access to? How is it ran? And then the other way is like, what results can you expect? What you can expect from the Thrive First method is it will practiced. Yeah. So this isn't, I just want to be clear. This isn't for someone who wants the rain and doesn't want to get wet. If you are going to come to the Thrive First Method, all I ask of you is that you turn up. And what I mean when I say turn up, turn up messy, turn up without the self-belief, turn up in the times where you have, in inverted commas, fell off the wagon. If you just go to my uh, podcast, The Inner Work Conversation, and search for fell off the wagon, you'll find an episode on that. All I ask is that you turn up. I can work with you when you turn up. I can't work with you when you hide from yourself. That's all I ask. If you give me that, I will ensure that you are transforming the relationship that you have with yourself in a, in a positive way. I will ensure that the way you use your time and the relationship that you have with the choices that you make and how you honor yourself with the way that you spend your time, I will ensure that that changes for the better. I will ensure that the way you speak to yourself and the way that you treat yourself as you navigate the ups and downs of life and business, I will ensure that that improves. I will ensure that you're saying yes to the right things and no to the wrong things. All I ask of you is that you turn up regardless of where you're at, because I can work with you where you're at. If you're in the shit, or if you're in just an amazing space, I can work with you in those spaces. That's all I want. Very practically though, what do you get inside the Thrive First Method? So when you actually purchase it, you get you get access to two different spaces. So one space, all online, is a recording of the whole method. And I'm talking, there's like really short modules. I've made it really snappy and short. Four minute modules on everything. So if you if you thought, right, I just want to get really crystal clear on what is Zoom Out, or I really want to get really crystal clear on um, how to, uh, I'm just trying to think of another module, like how to set my goal for the month or how to um, reflect on my week or whatever you want, it's in there. So you get access to the whole method. Some people though, they don't like that style of learning. They don't like the style of learning where they go and watch modules and they go through, they just don't like it. So although you get access to the whole method, you could come to the Thrive First Method and not look at any of those modules because what we're doing in the second space that you're in, which is the membership aspect of it, and it's not a membership, it's just some, it's an active space, is you're getting access to the live calls where I facilitate the whole method. So you're getting access to the actual method where you can learn it. And you're also getting access to the live um, active bit where I'm running hour one, I'm running Zoom out, I'm running all of the live sessions whereby you get to practice the method in real time with me and you get my real time guidance. Um, so that's monthly zoom out. We do um, connect to yourself sessions. I fucking love that workshop. Connect to yourself is such an incredible workshop. Um, weekly hour one, and then some stuff that's coming up that I'm not going to talk about yet, but just consider them to be bonus workshops that are topical. That's all I'll say on that for now. There are two tiers. To, so how can you join? What is the structure? There are two tiers to the Thrive First Method. Tier one is where you get all of the, everything I've just said, 
all of the um, modules, all of the live stuff, connect to yourself, the Thrive First Method, Zoom Out, Hour One, and the coffee chat before Hour One where I'll bring something to the table and set you up for the week bonus workshops that I've just talked about. And also that thing that I mentioned at the beginning, the ask Nick thing, where you bring your shit and I will answer it on the private podcast. So you also get access to that. In tier two, you get everything that I've just said, but we are closer, me and you are closer in tier two. You are getting my eyes on your shit. You're getting, if you've been on my website and you've looked at coaching your back pocket, which is a service that I provide as a standalone service, you are getting that in tier two. You are basically getting everything in tier one and an onboard on and an onboarding call. That's hard to say. An onboarding call where me and you get to sit down for 90 minutes and talk about why are you here? What do you want out of this? And how can I best support you? Then you'll go about practicing the Thrive First Method with me in your back pocket. As in, you get access to speak with me all the way through the week and I will support you as you go through the Thrive First Method. I already have, there are limited spaces for tier two. I already have people in tier two. It's an, honestly, it's so effective that the, if you're willing to turn up and practice the Thrive First Method and do the work for yourself with me in your back pocket, there to coach you and guide you and support you and bring you back to yourself as you navigate each week, such a great, um, such a great offer. There are limited spaces on tier two though. Um, so that's that. When do the doors close? They don't. I said at the beginning of this episode that I set them to close on the 30th of September. And do you know what? I'm just going to leave them open. I'm just going to leave them open. I want you to join when you want to join. I want you to want to be in the Thrive First Method, not to be there because shit, 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 the doors are going to close and I must join. I, I don't want that. Um, and you know, hopefully what this episode has done is help you to consider what actual urgency is involved for you. Why now? You know, um, I think that's everything. If you've got other questions, feel free to let me know. I'm going to leave my details in the show notes of this. And I'm also going to leave the inquiry call link so that you can book in a chat. If you just want to ask a few questions and check it's for you. And uh, maybe you want to have a chat about the different tiers and what level of investment that you want to um, join with, it's up to you. The inquiry call link is there. I am welcoming you in with open arms. I'm so excited to see more and more of you coming and practicing the method. On And by the way, I should say that you will be in such good company. The people inside the Thrive First Method, if you want a space where you are surrounded by people who are looking to get closer to themselves, be more transparent with themselves, identify what they want and uphold that as a really important thing. Stop all of the behaviors and the thought and habitual um, patterns of behaviors, or at least limit them and manage their own minds better as they navigate life and business. You are literally in the best company because that's why everyone else is there as well. Everyone who joins the Thrive First Method is there because there's a way of being with themselves as they navigate life and business that they want for themselves. And that's why they're there to practice this method that continually brings them back to themselves, which is what I believe Thriving First really is. So all of that said, I hope that this has given you a big fat kick up the arse, a loving kick up the arse to join us in the Thrive First Method. If you have any questions whatsoever, firstly, I would point you to the website. So go on www 
TLB stands for Thrive Life and Business. That's my business. Um, www.tlb.org.uk forward slash TFM checkout stands for Thrive First Method Checkout. Or you can just go on tlb.org.uk and navigate to the Thrive First Method. Lo- it's got a Q&A at the bottom, like loads of questions are answered. Um, there's even something I forgot to mention. If you're really unsure, there's a seven day no quibble money back guarantee. And that is that all it's all outlined on that webpage. That's because I want you to feel confident and good about this investment choice that you're making. Um, both of the tier choices are on that page. You can book in a call with me if you want to discuss it. Um, but if I've missed anything out and anything that you can't get as answers to your questions that aren't on that website page, just get in touch. I will be more than happy to jump on a quick call with you or answer some questions over text uh, DM with you on Instagram. Um, so yeah, that I think that's everything, guys. I hope that this episode has served you. I hope it's been helpful. Enjoy making your decision. I want it to be a powerful one. I want it to feel good for you. And if you are looking to join us in the Thrive First Method, I can't wait to welcome you on board. With all of that said, please never forget I am always cheering you on. And I really do hope that you are cheering you on too.